Thank God for showing mercy on me. Brought me home to the plains at the age of three. Occasionally, I stray from the nest, but I always come back to the best. LBK, love T-E-X-A-S. Hey, what's good, LBK? This is Rob and my man Cam with the Southwest Digest Podcast, episode four. Man, today we got a... That's five, pre- right there. Huh? Five, ain't it? Five. Is it five? Oh man, it sure is five. Time is flying. Time, what do you say? Time fly when you're having fun. When you're at the range with your guns. No, I don't know. It, it do. Time does fly though. But yeah, so this is episode five, man. And before we get into today's dope show, uh, I just want to say peace to all my folks in the east. And all the best to those in the West. Yeah, and for the ones up North, I say, well, of course. And everybody down south. Hey, oh, what's your mind? I'm only talking about love. Well, me too. Because that's, that's all we, we do. Ah, that one was fly. <laughs> that was in time right there. You felt it? Yeah. yeah we yeah, had yeah. the timing right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. I used to do that to my... I shouldn't say this on air. Just don't tell nobody. It's just between me and you. Mm-hmm. But, uh... When my wife be talking to me, because you remember when Slick Rick had, uh, he say, uh-huh, and um, Mona Lisa, that song, Mona Lisa, he said, I'm trim, skim, slim, and also light-skinned, best for, while she was doing that, he doing her voice, he doing the other character in his voice, and then in the background, he saying, uh-huh, like himself, uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh, 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 yeah. yeah, and I heard that, it sound dope <laughs> on the song, you know what I'm saying, and so, I have to confess, sometimes my wife be talking, well, not my wife, I, I listen to every word my wife say, but when other people be talking, <laughs> and I just be kind of going along with it, uh-huh. I be like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh, and just keep repeating it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, like I said, don't tell nobody that, just keep that. Yeah, up that's, under your hat. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, just between uh, you and me and all the millions of people who might hear this. I mean, uh <clears throat> yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so man uh i was looking around trying to figure out wh- uh what's going on for our first segment man and uh like you said last week it looked like it was plim slickens uh, what did you say pm yeah, slickens yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i did notice that wiley barbecue uh has moved and they said you know the love avalanche journal had a little a little blurb on that but I, i've been seeing that since september mm-hmm. i think over there on Avenue uh, Avenue A, it said 1924 Avenue A. Matter of fact, right there on 19th that, Street. That old Kent, Kenner, Kennard, yep. yep. yeah, sure yeah. Which sucks because I wanted to try Kennard's joint mm-hmm. and didn't get a chance to. Yeah, we my I, um my wife actually know knew we went there before and she knew whoever the 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 young lady that I guess she did she was on it but she was working in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we ate there. It was cool, but I don't I don't eat a lot of fried food. So, right, right. You know that that be a like I try to support a lot of stuff. Yeah, man, but yeah. If I don't eat. I don't eat it. Right, you know what right. I'm like, and I try not to eat fried food at all. Really, at right. this point in my life, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you doing better than me, man. But uh, I tell you what, uh, just found me a little gym. I'm finna probably get to, and. Uh, it's finna be on. It's yeah. finna be on like pop. Finna, <laughs> finna get back down to my fighting weight. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Watch yeah. and see what happens. <laughs> y'all think I'm lying to you, boy? I'm y'all. I'm right here on video, so you gonna see if I'm doing it or not. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. accountability right there. Shoot, wait yeah. and see what happened. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's one of the things that I found. I guess. Uh, did Did you notice anything else that was you know for the what's going on segment out there? Um. Well, I went to uh, 
a stop meeting. Oh, okay. Which is uh, yeah. So we we'll just go on and fade into out and about then, since yeah. uh, you know, since we don't have for it was Plim Slickens or whatever yeah. Plim Slickens. Other than the fair, but I didn't go to the fair. I didn't uh. go to the fair either, man. We was out of time. And uh, matter of fact, I'm gonna dwell on that more uh, in depth later on in the show, because it that you know the stuff that happened. It was very interesting, very good time, and the, some of the driving was like, oh my god, what are these people doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's always like that. Yeah, and I I thought when I came back to to West Texas, man, I thought it was gonna be much better, cause you know coming from the East Coast, that driving up there, man, it just take days and years off your life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like figuratively and literally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, people don't know, man. I was I was commuting up there, man. I was commuting. Uh, I think it was 65 miles one way, mm. 65 miles back every day. Mm. 110 miles a day, I think it was. I think I had figured it out. And it was something like 600 and something miles a week. And every, uh, every, how did I figure it out? I think I did the math on it. It was like every week I would spend 24 hours in traffic. Hey. So I was literally losing, yeah, a day. losing a day of my life every mm-hmm. week to traffic and also not only that um oh it was just the time was just, oh you're losing a physical day but the the toll that i felt like it was taking i felt stressed out every day you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like my quality of life was severe, severely depleted but anyway we getting into <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we ain't it's not really a, a, a what's going or out and about but the, it, we're gonna talk about driving much more later on in the show and we got some video for the show and i'm gonna sit here and do an exaggerated fade out because one of the things i notice about the show we sometimes switch to the sections without explaining good what we're doing you know what i'm saying so we we finna close out what's going on and uh we'll slide right into out and about All right, party people, uh, we back for the out and about segment. And honestly, this week, um, I don't think I don't have too much locally for, for out and about. Um, but that's because I was out of town. But on the other hand, Cam went to a very interesting meeting and he going to give us a, a in-depth recap and talk. Tell us all about it. Yeah, actually, it was a uh, <clears throat> a stop meeting. Uh, which is uh organization stop the oppression of our people mm-hmm. uh, is headed by Mr. Lennis Fareed mm. and his wife Patricia. Okay. Um in attendance that I noted uh Miss Sonia Fair, Miss Mary Clark, Miss mm-hmm. Kathleen Anderson uh were among people that were yeah attending what, the meeting. What what was the what was the focus of the meeting? What was they talking about? Um it was with uh about the cheese factory, Laprino. Oh, yeah. Um, and Stop is is an environmental watch group type organization. I see. That is basically, to my understanding, to there to apply the pressure to Laprino to make sure all the promises that they make to the community that they actually stand by them and you know not just saying save face right now, sound good, look good, and then five years down the road. What you said wasn't gonna happen is happening, type thing. There's no accountability type. So he's Mr. Farid is is really instrumental in mm-hmm. letting them know he's gonna be a thorn in their side. Right, right. Unless they doing what they supposed to do. I and see. What they agree. I see. And they said they're gonna be doing. So, um, one of the things um, 
the principal actually from Dunbar mm-hmm. Middle School, uh, Mrs. Natalie Anderson. I actually know her. I went to high school with her and her. Oh, husband. I I didn't know. I I but, went to high school with her too. Yeah. Natalie Anderson. Mm-hmm. And um, she uh, they were looking into. We're talking about like sponsorships, mentorships. She went to Estacado. Uh, I mean Coronado. Yeah, she went to Coronado. I'm sorry, yeah. you. I'm I'm placing because you said you went to school with her. I went to school with her. But that's right. I rode the bus with her. Mm. I didn't actually go to school with her. She was on the bus, and I went to Lubbock High, and she went to Coronado. So she's the principal over at Dunbar, huh? Mm. And this is, I believe, this is her third year. Mm. She's going on. Okay. Yeah, and they were, like I say, just talking about the things that Leprino does for communities prior that they've been that they've had facilities built in mm-hmm. like the sponsorships the mentorships uh stipends yeah uh employee events uh the, working with the food bank doing building playgrounds and picnic tables and right, different right. Little things like that um just actually looking to see what they can bring to the community uh-huh. and how they can give back to the community right so that meeting and that was actually on the 28th mm-hmm. so they have it was kind of a, to my understanding, how I, how I came privy to it. It was last minute, so I got there when I could, mm-hmm. and kind of got some audio recorded oh, okay. uh, of the meeting. Yeah, and um, learned some things I didn't know. For example, like the what? Uh, that they have the uh, the pipe, the infrastructure for yeah. the pipes already <clears throat> laid. That they're gonna mm-hmm. the water. What they do is the water, the milk that they get. They take the water off of it, mm-hmm. and that water has to go somewhere. Oh yeah, so they low treat that water mozzarella because yeah. they make pizza cheese. Mm-hmm. They make that low moisture mozzarella. Mm-hmm. I bet. And part of the 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 problem that Leprino, I mean, uh, the stop organization had with Leprino, is that they're going to be putting their water into the lake at May Simmons. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of concerned with the wildlife there of course right. the fish the right. birds the ducks is it is it is so are they just taking the water out of milk that's what they say yeah, yeah. so i wonder how dirty that water is i, I mean, would like I, to know I, that i know because at the same time it's like does the uh the e-coli travel in that right or right. does it not because right. i'm not versed in that to understand that uh, so there's yeah, those that's a questions question. that that's people a, are asking you know what i mean and that's a real like, good question it's like they said uh Probably which, not. Which I bet it's treated is, milk. Yeah, his his name is Scott, and uh, uh, he explained the process that they use to clean the, mm-hmm. the water. He from Leprino. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what he is he saying, like? The spokesman or something? He's uh, the hiring manager, I believe. Okay. I have his card, but I don't have his information with me. You don't? You didn't memorize it? No, I didn't. I didn't look at it uh, before. <laughs> man, you let me down. <laughs> That's bro. why I say, you know, I gotta put my eyeballs on it. Yeah. And then, what? Where I got that from? Was when I was working in the oil field. Yeah, it was this uh this Hispanic man. I'm gonna say he was a Mexican man. Man, he was he was like Mexican Mexican. Yeah, we from Mexico. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. we communicated. We found a way to communicate, wow. but it wasn't through conversation. You know what I'm saying? But we had found a way to have a conversation, even though I can't really speak fluently what you're saying, and right. you can't speak anyway. One thing he we got to understand. He 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 told me you have to use your eyes like a camera out here and basically he was saying remember these landmarks remember different little things because sometimes you can't always see where you need to turn or where you need to go so he was like just kind of 
take a picture of the landscape with your eyes with your so when eyes, you come yeah. back here it starts all looking familiar and you yeah. know what to do yeah so that's kind of what i started doing and that's how i'll be doing i'll take a picture man that's dope like that's that. dope that's dope that you say that because um uh, i noticed when we was we, uh down in h-town which i'll get on later on after you finish up about laprino mm-hmm. we was down in h-town i was able and even going down there i was able to access those snapshots that you was talking about you know what i'm saying but anyway mm-hmm. go ahead about laprino no um like I say, man, um, I I talked to Mr. Mr. Uh, Fareed, uh-huh. and in, anytime they have any more meetings or anything up that they want to have that yeah. information kind of relayed to the community, mm-hmm. I told them just to let me know. You know, we have no problem with it. that's Actually, that's part of what we do. That's part of, that's part of the job. You know it's what I mean? job description. So, <laughs> any more information that we can get. And I did get information for the Dunbar neighborhood association okay that's every second saturday at 10 a.m in the big building at may simmons oh every second saturday 10 a.m in the big building yeah at may simmons so now i still need to get in contact with the yellow house canyon and uh that's dunbar chapman hill like you were saying earlier man it makes sense to have everything at may simmons because that's a centralized location point in this in the east east level community and another thing i want to say about may simmons that a lot of people don't know uh that's her on the wall right there man if you see some pictures of may simmons may simmons was a fox bird for real she was bird Mm -hmm. (laughs) i did a film on her too by the way man we'll put that in a link somewhere but uh yeah so pray pray continue man about that uh that that laprino is it oh well ain't we speaking with mr farid um yeah we do have a a, a interview scheduled for him so that's good um i i it's it's some other people too that Mm -hmm. we need to i've talked to them Mm -hmm. and they said they would but we need to go on and get that date set yeah because I, it's a uh, it's stuff going on in the community, man. It's stuff happening with with like Estacado. Yeah, that parents and and yeah. community people are yeah. really concerned about. Are they you talking about taking the uh, the law program? The which one? The the moving one of their law programs, law enforcement programs to central, the central. Uh, what's that? That on over there on Q, that technology center. Yeah. Uh, is what that is what it? you was referring to? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I was talking about the the rodent problem they having up there. Oh, I didn't know it was the rodent and, and and the septic smell and oh, putrid yeah. things. Is yeah, it's an old it's, building. They got a lot some, of issues. It's some stuff, man. It's some stuff going on, bro. But it's some stuff that's that is supposedly supposedly going to be brought to light about that, and it's crazy. Yeah. But you know, I'm not at liberty. Oh, right. Right now, to I to see. discuss it. You I know see. what I mean? So. Yeah. I'm not gonna say anything yeah. other than it's gonna be interesting to see how this stuff unfolds and and what is gonna be done about it. Right. Because <coughs> like where I live, I stay right by Estacado. <coughs> right. And and every now like I just had to call the water people, the the city. I called them twice recently because the water, when you turn the water on, it starts smelling like rotten eggs. Mm, yeah. And I'm like, you know, and then the first time he came, he was like, because we have a water softener back there, mm-hmm. and it, it hadn't been maintenance maintenance in the time in the quarter or whatever. So he said, "Come out, okay." So got that done. It's still going on. So right. then he tried to tell me my water heater. Oh, bro, my house new. Yeah, don't do me, don't yeah. do me like that, sir. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's gonna try to tell me my, yeah, my. You know it's, what I'm he's saying? He's trying to put my it on you, but he ain't even. Regularly. Yeah, he ain't even uh, looking Bro, at the situation. It's not, yeah, I ain't never had, and maybe it's true. I don't know that a water heater, the coils can make your water smell like old eggs. Not the no, not you the coils. You feel what I'm saying? So I wasn't falling for it, but now seeing that that's a problem that's happening at Escada, I'm kind of wondering like yeah. maybe y'all need to come over here it's the sewage system it's you see, you see all what the I'm new saying? houses they built over there yeah. probably can't handle the sewage so that they the, need the, to do something the old pipes there probably built in the 50s uh, right before Estacada was built no it was probably built before that it was probably 50s because that neighborhood is there Parkway is right mm -hmm. there so you got old pipes and yeah. then you add it uh population in general but also increased population right in that area and those all those new houses mm -hmm. that they building and it's that's why i say it's some that's what sound like it could yeah, be a, a the culprit it's some stuff bro that i don't know how true it is or untrue it is but uh -huh. like i say when it's um pastor stubberfield he has a because you know he's on the school board right so he has it's a meeting um i want to say it was the the fourth or the fifth October is it's, it's coming recent. Up. Yeah, it's 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 coming it's coming pretty soon. We got to go to that. Yeah, we have to because he's going to be addressing a lot of the concerns of the parents and and, and everybody in the in the community about right. what's going on at Escada because and it was a whole big fiasco going on, bro. And I hope we can get to the bottom of it and cut the divisiveness going out and 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 things that aren't. Bringing unity to the community. Yeah, this, I mean, we need to move that around. Just hand, just take care of business. Yeah, don't, because don't it's be not about to... personal right Ain't feelings about, right. or anything, man. If you, if like I was saying to you before, if we both have the same passion and we have the same end goal, yeah, we gonna end up shoulder to shoulder in the, in this fight anyway. Somewhere right. down the line, we gonna look and we gonna see each other, mm -hmm. man, trying to get the same thing. Yeah. So what we need yeah. to right now, we need to figure out how to not let any any divisiveness or any outside forces create yeah. divisive and division in the community amongst ourselves when we right there with each other man right. we don't have to talk on facebook right when somebody that's right. not even in our community makes a comment yeah and then that got us dissension between ourselves and mm -hmm. we argue we don't have to that do none like of that you have a specific example in mind it, when you say that it, bro. i mean if people that know they know if what's they, the, what what kind of comment was it it was a. Uh, it was in on the East Side Unity page, man, and it was a lady that she she made she made a comment and it was referring to to Pastor Stubblefield, mm -hmm. and then it kind of made some other people kind of jump on mm -hmm. what she was saying because it made sense. But at the same time, I was looking at it like, who is she? Right. Like you can't, man, lady, you can't, you can't. So come she wasn't do even that. from the community, man. and that's what I'm saying. Don't mm -hmm. her kids don't even go to Estacada, right? So I'm just saying, but if a point was valid, don't I mean? But it was was it or wasn't it? Because at the same time, what she was saying is what I'm saying. If it's somebody from our community, like I know what Pastor Stubblefield live, I know what Pastor Stubblefield Church is. Yeah, I'm not gonna get on Facebook and and try to bash him or talk or oh, say yeah. nothing. Yeah, if you talk to the man, I'm gonna himself. come to him like a man, like, hey, yeah. Pastor, I, what's going on? Right, explain. Right, you know, and and not from a a, a, a position of. What you you ain't doing what you supposed to do with you know no. like sir what's what is going on yeah because I know it's always three sides to every story it sure is it's your side it's they side then it's what's really going on yeah and uh, I learned uh, when I was in the service man I had a troop that went to court and his lawyer told me he said it's something like five sides to every story he said it's like your side they side 
third part what the witnesses saw and what you can prove in court and mm-hmm. something else he was saying so i mean it was like it, it depends that's on the truth though how, yeah it is it, it depends on how you slice that up it's many sides to every equation yep. you know what i'm saying yep. well let's see if we can get uh past the stubblefield back on i'm i'm pretty sure we can bro because yeah. because uh you know i like i say man i i try to keep an open line of communication yeah with people so when i'm out grocery store whatever right, right if i see him i stop and i'm gonna talk to you i'm gonna yeah. holler at you you're gonna have to tell me well all right man uh yeah i gotta <laughs> I go got to this meeting yeah, yeah. you know what i'm talking about because yeah i'm gonna try to do it with you yeah, i don't have no yeah. problem with it yeah. you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. and like i just like to keep that open line open mm-hmm. so people understand it's genuine with me i got you like i'm not doing this for clicks and likes or yeah or yeah. popularity contests or none of that it's you don't have all to about, you don't have to like or subscribe or hit the bell down below you feel me <laughs> this is all about grabbing all the information in the community and disseminating it equally so that it, it can get to where it need to get yeah i don't know who needs it but right, somebody right. need it and if it's on me i'm i'm trying to i'm gonna try to get it there like it or not you know what i'm right, saying that, and, and yeah. the truth gonna separate mm-hmm. yeah the the the, the, the yeah. trade the the, yeah. the wheat from the tear you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, like yeah. the wheat from the tear the yeah. cream gonna rise to the top that's what, what i'm saying? saying like i'm it's, keep 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 rising to the top yeah bro yeah, I like that song too. Yeah, that's, that's I a like nice the Dougie song. Fresh version. Though. Yeah, oh yeah, give it all you got. Yes, give it all you got. Am I showing my age? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I can't help it. I'm gonna show my every time I show my face. I show my age. Mm. Boy, you see all that, all that <laughs> snow down below. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, man, you right about that. So y'all stay tuned, man, because we gonna have um. We're going to get see if we can get past the Stubblefield back on. We got another individual that would like to talk to us about um, some of the programs being removed from Estacado. We got uh, we have a meeting coming up with Mr. Fareed from the Stop organization. Not a meeting, but a podcast episode. We'll be doing an interview with him. We got a lot of out and about coming yeah. up. And it's a, like I said, I, I don't want to un- on air say any names yet of mm-hmm. people, people down the pipe. Yeah. That we, that's going to be coming. But yeah. Yeah, we we anybody like I say anybody in the community, man. That's, right, right. Yeah. That's about that smoke in a in a positive manner. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm man. Yeah, standing right there with you. Yeah. What's that phrase? I stand in solidarity with you. I got that from Fred Hampton. You know what I'm talking Fred about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody was saying something the other day. I stand stand strong with you. Something like, was you saying that earlier today? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But man, uh. We will definitely handle business on a lighter uh, side of what's going on. Um, we did, like I said, I didn't have, uh, I didn't get to attend anything this past weekend because we was down Ace Town, and uh, it was it was a really beautiful occasion, man. I got a brother uh, from Lubbock here, man. That used to name Tarius. He used to stay over in, uh, the, I think it's them Villa del Norte apartments. So I think it used to be on Avenue Q. Mm-hmm. I can't even find where they used to be because they don't mess there no more. No, they not there. Yeah. But uh, I was going to say, I can't even find the area because Marsha Sharp going through there and all that new stuff. I'd be like getting turned around, man. But anyway, we was, we was down there celebrating his birthday and uh, it was a surprise party. So man, a lot of Lubbock folks came of some of his friends and family from everywhere. And Mm -hmm. so we had a real good time with that Uh, real good food. And the thing that I kind of wanted to talk about on out and about (laughs) is you know the worst one of the worst things about being out and about is having to drive with nutballs you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so i didn't want to go down to ace town that was one part of me that was not wanting to looking forward to the trip because i was like man they're gonna be tripping in ace town well get this ace town the driving was quite pleasant for what it was you know what i'm saying 
it's got a billion people all crammed into a, a fairly large city but yeah. it's traffic but uh everybody was driving like they had some sense i felt at ease even though we didn't halfway remember where we was going so it was the trip down there and then here in lubbock where i've noticed some driving it's like what the what what in the world are these people thinking man i'm gonna blame it on all these new people no nah, i don't <laughs> th i think the dude the dude that i'm finna show y'all that we got video but how do you know he's a true he's a, a native lubbock oh yeah you're right he don't but he smelled like one yeah his truck looked <laughs> yeah, like lubbock you know what i'm saying the way his way his silhouette in his window looked yeah. <laughs> looked like he looked from like lubbock, you know what i'm saying lubbock, yeah he looked like he from lubbock yeah. looked like he from lubbock man <laughs> But I'm going to tell y'all what happened on that later because that's the one we got video for. But like I say, one of the things that got me, H-Town was cool. We I have really no complaints about driving in H-Town. It, it, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad at all. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But on the way back, we coming up uh, uh, 290, then you go to 36. So while we coming up 36, it was pretty cool. The worst part was coming up 84, back to Lubbock on that final stretch. And it's supposed to be a first of all, they need to they got so much construction going on down there. We couldn't even find how to get on 84 East uh, West because <laughs> we know why. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Why we coming up 36 and it turns to 20 and 84. We could not figure out how to get to 84. We went far too far down 20. It's like, man, y'all oh, need because they go like that. It's a split, like but that. you can't mm -hmm. see it no more. It's like it, it's. Come to find out, we had to drive in a place where it said "Don't drive like cones and stuff," and we looked, and it was on the ground, faded, eighty four, west, twenty. You know what I'm saying? But you can't hardly see it. Yeah. So we missed it once, and we had to backtrack. That was annoying. But then what was even more annoying, and this is what I'm talking about, and out. This is my whole point in this section, is how people was driving. So. The speed limit is like 75. And oh, they ain't going to do 95 easy. Well, you st I would say you're supposed to. It's wide open. <laughs> you know, cause that's, how, that's how I roll. I like to skate, man. I like I got a stick shift. I like to drive. It's, it's, driving is, is exhilarating. It's fun. And we in West Texas with wide open spaces, so you're supposed to be able to do it. But out there, we coming up 84 uh, West, and we got cats that's passing like semi-trucks. And, you know, I, I just recently learned semi-trucks be having governors and uh, monitoring systems to where they can't go, go above over, yeah, the 65, speed limit. More, more, normally it's 65 and you might could do 68. Yeah. And that's in some of them. But you can tell the ones that don't because they the ones that they be skating. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't like that either. But yeah. anyway. Well, <laughs> I'd rather see a truck skating than and getting, on, getting, in, getting in where he fit in and moving and grooving than taking 18 miles to pass somebody because they both got speed governors and they one yeah. he going 67 he going 65 but, you but know normally saying? normally truck truck driver etiquette yeah is supposed to, yeah to slow down and let that man get over yeah. but at the same time don't as as that driver trying to pass don't put yourself in that position and you know that truck don't go over 65 miles an hour right. bro you're not finna pass him don't don't pass the dude when you see y'all you you going 65 he going 64.3 yeah, like you can't yeah you're not finna pass him right. and you can see what's going on and, yeah. and a lot of drivers put themselves in that position yeah. but then sometimes it'd be that smoky and the bandit going on oh, man well yeah. they doing that on roll, purpose roll, you know what i'm saying yeah yeah you yeah, all ain't finna go nowhere well, that that <laughs> i get how now that i know how they do and i figured it was some stuff going on like that i ain't really too upset about the trucks doing that it was the regular people passing other people and trucks like they got speed governors on you i just it was cats in big old dooleys you know he got seven thousand horsepower under the hood 
he he going 65 while the truck going 64. You know, everybody in the so in other words, that whole trip, man, that whole last leg, it was so much of that nonsense going on. It's like, come on, man, we are in wide open West Texas, and it's a it's traffic. Cause you won't pass, and I would I would get in front of them when I finally saw me a brake man. I would punch it, and then throw my signal light on and get to the right and get me some driving room and get out of the way. Yeah, I don't. You're supposed to pass expeditiously. You're supposed to. It literally says that in the drive defense when you go to driver school, you get a driver license, defense mm-hmm. drive. You're supposed to pass expeditiously. I got that from Joe Clark on that movie Stand by Me, I think it was. You smoke crack, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to <laughs> kill yourself. Expeditiously. Uh, expeditiously. Do it expeditiously. Yeah. Put your back into it. That's how you're supposed to pass, man. You're supposed to step on the gas, speed up, throw your signal on, get in the left lane, pass them. One, two, three, four, throw your signal light on. I ain't, I'm, there's no counting in it. I just mean do it quickly. <laughs> throw your right signal on and get over when you see they, they actually, when, it see, when you see they headlights in your rearview mirror, that means it's safe to get over. Yeah. That's literally how the books say, do it. Was anybody doing that except for me? No. I was like, come on, man. I was, the, the last, I don't know, hundred and something miles of that trip was just, I was white knuckling, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> instead of instead of being able to sit back on a wide open West Texas road and just chill. Because it had this one cat, he would pass me from 80 miles back going one mile an hour faster. And then get after in he walked me down, get down. right in front of me. and But just, he didn't slow down, but he'd just get right in front of me. I'm like, man, give me, we're going 85 or something. Give me five yeah. or six car lengths. He would get over like two truck lists in front of me, two pickup trucks. I was like, come on. Anyway, don't. Ah, I'm reliving it right now. I'm getting <laughs> post-traumatic, post-traffic. What is it? Post-traumatic traffic disorder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm going to tell you all about this other thing that happened, too. Now, this, I can't confirm or deny that it happened to me. We got some, uh, we obtained some video footage from some of our sources, and we're going to show you this video footage. Uh, you know, we got satellites and other technical means of collection. And uh, so we got this, we plucked this out of the ether, and it show a cat is passing, coming, look like he's going down one of our country roads here, uh, heading out of town into the county, and he passing a bunch of cats, and he's doing a very smooth-timed, well-timed job of it. And he's, like, coming out. Getting in, pass another car, speed up, come out, get in, you know, just like you're supposed to. But he gets up to the front and he's getting ready to pass. The problem is there's a conga line of cars. You know, they they cha cha chaing around the party like. Dun, yeah. dun, dun, <laughs> dun. That's the problem. It's a white pickup truck up there holding up the flow on purpose. So this cat is trying to jump and piggyback and leapfrog about, I don't know, about five cars or three or four cars anyway. And then when he gets up to that last jump. The white truck that's holding everything up tries to prevent the driver from passing him. Pulls out into the left-hand lane, crosses over into the other lane while the driver's trying to pass. And the driver had to resort to some, some well, I would say some very skillful maneuvering <laughs> to to find it out with that other driver yeah. and get in front of him. But And again, I can neither confirm nor deny the, the, the source of this footage yeah. or who it is or what it is. But uh, it, it looked to me like the dude... Was so petty, he trying to stop him from passing. Oh, he t- run him out the road or something, huh? Not realizing that, yeah, you trying to stop him from passing, but you about to kill that dude, man. How what kind of driving is that? You don't like because he's speeding or passing and, and you or whatever. And then you know, at the same time, he don't he don't even know 
what the inertia or any of that is going to actually create. Right. Because he might kill himself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Being yep. stupid, dog. You, you, and that's I, that's what I that's why I'm playing cards, bro. Like, and mm-hmm. I think that's where some road rage come from, mm-hmm. but not all of it. Because like road, it, it somebody will do something, it make a person mad. Now they doing they that's as stupid as this person is. See, I don't yeah. do that. Right. I'm more of a which not anymore. <laughs> yeah, but right. Not gonna get mad unless you like you saying you doing something intentionally where, bro you it that's attempted murder or something like what you what are you trying to do you you really trying to that's what you trying yeah, to do yeah and and, and for people, what and that's what I'm saying people don't understand how now in society bro people man like uh a few months ago when it was several uh shootings in traffic from mm-hmm. road rage yeah. like bro I'm just saying and it mm-hmm. happened all the time man mm-hmm. with people. They end up doing something silly though, and sh- shooting the kids in the back yeah, seat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You don't kill. Yeah, yeah you never you know hit what I'm your intended target when you're doing stupid stuff. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand why people do that because yeah. it's it's not necessarily saying yeah. that you're gonna win. Right. You could be done did that and and Calif- yeah. California Highway Patrol swoop right. maneuvered yourself, yeah. and now you done flipped you over seventeen a times on yourself. You know what I'm talking about? What's it called? A pit maneuver? Yeah. Hit a pit maneuver on yourself and make your own. I seen a dude do that on a video, man. Uh, it was a motorcycle in California out driving, and the dude tried to cut him off and ended up wrecking, and the motorcycle skated on through. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, why would you try to? The dude is on a motorcycle, man, and you in a truck or something. You know what I'm saying? You can't be retaliating against him or blocking him out, man. And that's what I'm saying. And then the one thing I don't like about it is nine times out of ten, the people that, that have the most road rage outside of their car. But they ain't gonna bust a they grape with gonna, a sledgehammer. They ain't you know gonna bust a about? grape nor crush a cherry. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. Not at all. Well, anyway, man, y'all peep out this beautiful <laughs> bean footage we <laughs> obtained. Huh. Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> <laughs> so, that guy named Mike Jeffrey inserted himself into Jimi Hendrix's life and career and said, I'll take care of this for you. I have experience with all this. And Mike Jeffrey turned out to be a former MI6 intelligence agent that's military intelligence six it's the british version of the cia so mike jeffrey proceeded to mess with jimmy hendrix's career control his career manipulate him jimmy hendrix started doing acid and other drugs so yeah like we say uh y'all saw the video uh y'all let us know what do y'all think do you think the driver that was doing the passing was he was was that person in the wrong because they looked like they was over the line a couple times like they passed on a double yellow line a couple times um do y'all think that's warrants the dude pulling out in front of him or do you think it's all the dude's fault and you know what you what, tell us let us know what you think it's comments exactly. down like below. what what would warrant you trying to run somebody out the road just because they trying to pass you <laughs> Exactly. That's the real saying, question yeah, right there. Because I mean, honestly, when you look at the footage, no matter what other little minor stuff was happening. What happened to you directly that make you feel like running this person out the road, was that was the result of your best thinking. You know what I'm saying? saying? <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to run you off the road. Like, come on, man. Like, really? <laughs> he said the result of your best thinking. <laughs> uh, I got that from uh, uh, Taharka Bay. He's a, he's a Moorish oh uh, yeah 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 yeah. he's uh over the more science yeah temple in uh in baltimore actually okay. yeah i heard him say that one night and i thought that was funny like you know what i'm gonna use that 
Yeah. And I tell That's my babies that that was a result of your best making. <laughs> 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 Everything you said back and thought and calculated and all that. You came that's what you came up with. Huh? Okay. <laughs> you said you rubbed your the hair on your chinny chin chin. You philosophized. All that, you know what I'm saying? Pondered and Yeah. You sketched out a working model of it, you know what I'm saying? And that's what you came up with. You know with, what I'm right saying? There? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> but I tell you what, Stay man, up. I'm glad we laughing about it now because when we was coming back, that was crazy. Yeah. And then looking at that video right there, man, that that's, I would say that's utterly ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm glad that wasn't me. Me too. <laughs> but anyway uh that's what we had for this week's out and about and now we're gonna slide into what you bumping Man, man, I love that song. Man, that was dope, dog. Woo. You hear that that piano just floating lightly above at the beginning, in the background a little bit, and then walking bass lines. It was a lot of different influences in that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like it's the exquisite. whole feel, and I like the I like the lyrics. I like everything about that. It's like, uh, and oddly enough, bro, it's always around this time of year. Where I start feeling that way, mm-hmm. where that song, the fall is coming. That song just it it encompasses everything about how I'm feeling, bro. Like, and I have to listen to it, and I usually listen to it on repeat, like mm-hmm. in my in my headphones, where yeah, cause, you know, and it's just that's just how I am. It's how my mind is working and mm-hmm. everything. Like you say, man, I come up getting down, man. I I done fell apart. Had to win, then start all over and win again. Like, yeah. man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. It's just it takes me to takes me through some things sometimes, yeah. man. And I, that's kind of like a, a a therapy session or something, man. Mm. Listen to old brother Marvin. Yeah, music is therapy, man. <laughs> music is it's sanity, it's life, it's peace, it's calmness, it's excitement, it's anger. Mm-hmm. It's it's a song out there that'll take you through whatever you're feeling at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever you want to be feeling. Yeah. Or don't want to be feeling. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It'll help you with all that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That that uh, that whole that whole album, what's going on? Of course, that that echoes throughout the podcast because we got mm-hmm. a segment called "What's Going On" because that's uh, the Southwest Digest newspaper had a segment called "What's Going On," and also, as I understand it, T.J. Patterson did a a TV show called what's going on like mm-hmm. a local access tv show here in lubbock mm-hmm. which i haven't been able to find any uh footage of. F- yeah mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't been able to see it but i would like to but that's an album though that's every song on that album what's going on it's like a book it's like chapters in a book mm-hmm. they all hang together they all go together they feel the same they smell the same they they sound the same to the point where you sometimes don't realize that you are listening to more than one song. Mm-hmm. You just be bumping it and it just be playing in the background and you just be living your life to it. Not realizing you just played eight songs. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You you think you're still on the same song. Right, like yeah. That's another thing they did that's dope on that album is how some of the songs fade out into another, into another song mm-hmm. without stopping. That's a, I be always trying to do that in the studio and I can't quite get it there with the type of music we make, hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You well, need we, a live band. Yeah, I was just finna say that, that's, know what they doing. Mm-hmm. They, 
yep. take it down and then take it back up. Yep. Too. And be be communicating. You ever watch bands when they be communicating, man? Mm-hmm. When we was, I be mad sometimes. How come? Because I was supposed to learn to play instruments. Mm. I was worldly, too worldly, mm-hmm. man. In, in my younger age, yep. you know what I mean? I couldn't yep. sit down. Yep. And I look at it now, and I was like, man, watching because I know a lot of cats that are musicians. Me they too. play from the bass drums keys yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying all that and i sit and i remember when we were younger and i was like man i'm supposed to be in this jam session with yeah. y'all except man i got where the mic at yeah yeah it's um, you know what uh that's that's part of it too because i i learned uh i took violin when i was in sixth grade and i should i wish i was stuck with that or at least parlayed it into another instrument that i would like keyboard or something you know what i'm saying piano mm-hmm. Because I, I definitely have that feeling where I feel like I'm a, I I am a musician in my soul, but I don't I didn't work on my skills enough with it, with any particular instrument. Mm-hmm. I didn't dedicate myself, so I'm not. That's why I say I'm not really a musician. I am because I make music. That's the basic definition of musician. But to me, a, a musician, what I would call a musician, is a cat that can. You could say, yo. Hey, play that uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I've seen fire and I've seen rain or something. I yeah. guess that's Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Who that is? I have no idea. Who is Crosby, Stills, and Nash? Oh, man. They one of these. <laughs> see, they, they one of these uh, founding groups of like Americana and uh, soft rock, I guess you okay. would call it, uh, in the in the 60s, late 60s, early 70s, and come to find out. Uh, what's, one, what's one of their songs? I think it's that one. I've seen fire and I've seen rain. Oh. I, oh, I'm thinking about uh, what's that? Clearance, Clearwater Revival. Oh yeah, oh man, that's a that's a dope group. Yeah. That CCR um, man, Credence Clearwater Revival. Thinking about, uh, I see than Brother Johnson. No, no, I'm <laughs> he's like I Very see a bad movie. That's a dope. That mm-hmm. album dope too. That's an album too. But yeah, that that what's going on, and in, in specific that Trouble Man. Uh. When I think about that Marvin Gaye man, uh, that take me back to about 2002 when my my daughter, who was a grown woman now, she was about two, about four, four or five, and we was living in an apartment. We had not too long. We was married and living a form of our little family, and uh, sitting there one night at at golden hour, man, just mm-hmm. as the sun is going down, and everything is gold, it's dripping gold on gold all the time hues. Yeah. At gold, yeah. that's Frankie Beverly yeah. Maze right Straight there. Heck yeah, <laughs> that's what my uh, ringtones in. That's why I told you, let me turn this off. We have Frankie Beverly <laughs> Maze in the background. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. But uh, we, I'm sitting there on the couch, man, with my daughter, and she's like, I'm playing that whole album, that uh, what's going on, and I'm mm-hmm. just letting it play. Cause it's so good, you don't have to do nothing. I just put it in the tape deck and click, or the CD, whatever it was. And my daughter was a little dancer, and so I'm laying there as the golden, golden hues and tones coating everything in the living room, and she dancing like a little ballerina, kind of really doing some smooth stuff, not no ballet type stuff. It's like ballet infused with hip hop and funk and stuff. It's jazz dancing. It's it's I don't know what you call it, but it's a fusion. Just her own soul mm-hmm. expressing on the through the moves, you know what I'm saying? And she she jamming. And I realized laying there looking at it's like, wow, I'm getting a free show. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I when I realized that man, I literally like, oh, I got comfortable. <laughs> I put my feet, put my hands behind my head, you know what I'm saying? So I sat there and watched her dancing for quite a while. And I was shocked that she was still going and going and dancing and smooth moving to getting better and way after a while she looked at me and she said daddy this is a long song 
but she didn't realize like what i was just saying she we didn't she didn't dance through about four songs you know what i'm saying (laughs) but it was on that what's going on album and they was fading into each other properly and stopping not really there's some song i'm not sure if there's any breaks on the album Mm -hmm. there might be i guess but you don't notice half the time that the song didn't end it and this song that started yeah that's an album that is an album and that trouble man is a dope song on that album was you going anything going through anything that make you feel that way currently or is it just a seasonal turning uh like kind of both like sads you you heard that life what's that sads seasonal affective disorder where you get a little under a little depressed when it starts getting to be fall but it's still bright as heck out here so it should you shouldn't be feeling that yet man like uh like i say man i don't allow myself to go too far right either way up right. or down you know what i mean but uh kind of but it's just a i don't know it's more of a kind of like a nostalgia type thing yeah too, you know what i'm saying i do know what you're saying and it's I, it's some point in my life man where I, I, I that energy draws me back to it you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and it's mm-hmm. like a it's kind of like a reflective period man you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. looking back on things and looking at things looking forward at things you mm-hmm. know what i mean kind of so i don't i don't necessarily it's not a bad thing right you know what i mean i do i do it's, it's not a good thing it's just a. it just is yeah, yeah. it's a mood it's, that yeah. happen happens about this time of year mm-hmm. yeah i got a i got the same thing and uh one of my, my song that that do that to me and then my album is uh the family stand mm-hmm. chain that mm-hmm. album chain and the most fam- famous song off there is the remix of ghetto heaven and uh, I know y'all heard that 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 bass line. You can't. It's unmistakable. That boom, 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 boom. boom. You, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That one right there. Ghetto heaven. That one is dope. But if you take take time and listen to the rest of the album, mm-hmm. I won't say it's as strong an album as what's going on. But it's dope to where so many of the songs are good and they all feel the same. They all have the similar energy and similar mm-hmm. colors in them. You know what I'm saying? You like it, and yeah. this this time of year they got a song on there called "Always in Summer I Fall." Mm. Dope. That title is dope, <laughs> but it's like "Always in Summer I Fall," finding my way back to. Hold on, let me sing in my real <laughs> voice. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to sing in her voice. Let me <laughs> sing. It's I, this how I would say it. Cause it's always in summer I fall. Finding my way back to you again. I know it sucked. But anyway, don't let that deter y'all from listening to the to the album. It's the family stand. That boy good. <laughs> that boy can sing. <laughs> the family stand chain. And that song is always in summer I fall. And right about now, when it's when the, the season is shifting, mm-hmm. I start feeling and liking that album. And I I'd be trying to hold off from listening to it because it's so good. I just mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta use it sparingly because I, I want to keep it good and fresh forever. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I don't want to play it out. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I didn't listen to it nine thousand times. It don't sound good no more. Man, I don't know. Good music though, man. It's hard. It's kind of hard to do that, man. Because mm-hmm. even even if you like for some years, mm-hmm. you you're away from it. Yeah. And then you hear it again. Yeah. It's still. Even it's gonna have memories of the first time you heard it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have memories of the second time when you was dealing with it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. when I was younger, I remember man, yeah. my pops and my mom introduced yeah. this to me. Then it was like when I came to my own time, mm-hmm. I can remember times of me. Yep. This made me remember stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like now 
we'll create a memory with this you know mm-hmm. what i mean that's a, that's amazing how songs are play a such an important part of memory and you know another important part of memory is smell too mm-hmm. like i can smell something somebody's perfume or something like that um the smell of certain flowers or bushes it just immediately takes me back 20 30 40 years to when i first smelled that and when i first loved realized i liked that scent mm-hmm. or really if you like the place the scent of that place has a positive of association in your mind you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying or if your girlfriend used to wear i, I used to have a girl used to wear a poison cologne and now uh, we went through some times and we thought i thought she was gonna be the one but then it, it just didn't work man that was a red flag man what oh that, poison that perfume yeah <laughs> no nah, she was a, she was a good girl though yeah she was a good girl cool. And it, she didn't have, she had a big butt and a smile right, yeah. <laughs> <I'm talking> <laughs> that that girl was poison yeah, yeah. she was shoot. <laughs> but smelling that scent man it take me back to this it's bittersweet mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. when i was uh i guess that song right there takes me back to a bittersweet time too that always in some i fall that's that's why i was asking you what that what that trouble man do for you where it take you man it uh on the cool, it take me to my uh, my granddaddy and my grandma's porch. Uh-huh. Because uh, a lot of times in life, man, when I when I had to regroup, mm. that's where I was at. Oh, yeah. It just sitting there, just me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And mm-hmm. Just thinking, like I say, reflecting see where I've been, where I'm at, where I'm trying to go. And the different times in life when it happened, it just always happened. I was sitting in front of my granddaddy and grandma's <laughs> house on Cornell, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just... Yeah, just looking at everything, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. just like times when I had moved back home, you know what I mean, and trying mm-hmm. to figure out like what I'm gonna do, mm-hmm. what I'm gonna do now, you know what I'm saying, yeah. back home, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying, fell down but getting back up, type stuff, you yeah. know what I mean, and it's just like, like I say, not even in a in a bad way, it's right. just a right a rebirth of yourself, you know yeah. they say what every, that's your, your every cradle seven music, years, cradle or song, three years or something you. You kind of grow yeah. to a new whatever, right? New organism, new yeah, cells, you know so new memories, like, new. Everything. And I kind, I believe that, man, because it it happens. I think right now, man, that's what it is. Right. I think I'm in my seven. You know what I'm saying? Mm, you in your seven? Mm-hmm. What you mean? Well, because they, I've heard people say it's every three years, and I heard people say it's every seven years. Right. It's probably but, both. It's probably two cycles. Cycles within cycles. And you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think uh I think I'm in, in that again. Yeah. That's why this stuff is going on with me. Uh-huh. Uh psychologically and, yeah. and and spiritually, physically, because I feel it. I feel the emotions, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like it's crazy, man. It's and it's not a bad thing. That's why I'm saying it's not like depression yeah. or no, nothing no, no. like that you it's, know what i mean it's like recharging yeah and it's, it's more like, like recharging yeah. to me. yeah and i it's like i'm more in tune just with like with life mm-hmm. like they say standing in the grass with your shoes off in the sunlight man you know yeah. what i'm saying it's just like earthing they call it earthing grounding yeah. yourself letting your you know feet I mean? actually touch the yeah. ground helps complete the circuit in your body man your body is an electrical circuit yeah. and if you don't ground it and touch the ground with your feet and hands like the actual ground not concrete mm-hmm. the grind Gotta put your feet down. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but it really do. It says it allows free radical 
the, mm-hmm. that's a harmful type of uh, uh, when your body is breaking down you know what I'm saying you have cells you have electrons and mm-hmm. protons and stuff and then you have radicals when cells are breaking down you have free radicals I guess floating around that's my don't start me to lying too much about it but basically yeah. your body is an electric <laughs> machine and you need to ground it mm-hmm. by touching the, the actual ground with your actual skin and being like you said being in the sun and it takes away all those damaged electrical particles mm-hmm. recharges you literally mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and it do it work, man. I, I've done it a couple of times. Just put my feet on the ground. And it's to the point where I think I'm going to make me a spot in the backyard where we have a comfortable seat where you can just put in some some nice soil mm-hmm. where you can put your feet in the dirt. Mm-hmm. Just ah. plus just be out there, you know, working in the garden, that kind of stuff. But that's why, you know, <laughs> I don't know how we exactly got on that, but that's what music does for you. That's what I feel yeah. like it, it do for All me. that, yeah. It's another way of getting that negativity off of you, grounding yourself or airing yourself because it's so airy and light sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. Mm. Some people don't don't cleanse their aura up, though, man, with their music. Their right. music is adding on to the. Oh, they be listening to the to wrong the trash type of music. They need yeah, you know what I'm saying? Them, them wrong vibes and energies. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They just be stacking it on top of each other. That remind me, you said wrong vibes and energy and the music and stuff. And people would think, oh, he just talking. But no, nah, that's real, man. I seen a dude do some experiments, some, some scientists. and With the water. With the water and mm-hmm. freezing the water. and The sound waves that, yeah. that, that, that it was making, the, the yep. patterns and stuff <clears throat> it was making. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. When, you play, when you play good sound and music, it makes beautiful symmetrical patterns. And when you freeze in the water, and when you freeze it, you can see like a snowflake type pattern. If you play harmful, janky music, it makes an ugly, jagged snowflake ugly you know deformed looking like a decepticon sign mm-hmm. or something you know what i'm saying type of type of symbol in the water when it freezes and then when you when you think of it with the majority of our body being water is water yeah that has a lot to do with i think with emotions it do because the sound waves of your voice if i'm being uh, if i have a nurturing tone and and energy and words for you that's going to build your spirit in those crystals they forming. You yeah. feel what They're I'm saying? They're going to be symmetrical Perfect, Yeah, but if I'm ragging on you and, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, knocking mm-hmm. you down and busting you up with my words and all, that's that's yeah. what's going on on the inside. And it's, it, that's crazy when you think of it, especially from a parental standpoint. You yeah. know what I mean? You want to yeah. try to keep keep your words and your tone for your babies. You know what I mean? Wow. Yes, sir. To keep their energy good. Yes, sir. You do. You, you, know you I mean? gotta, so, yeah. And you know, another thing that's uh, amazing to think about with water is okay, yeah, you, like you said, we're 70% water or something like that. But your blood is where a lot of that water is. Mm-hmm. And blood has amazing properties. First of all, that water is spirit. Water is synonymous with spirit. Mm-hmm. It, it basically, water is spirit. That's why the moon pulls water and there's three sides on a triangle, the water triangle, which represents the moon, all this symbology that I used to study. Mm-hmm. The moon pulls the earth's water, which is the spirit of the earth, so to speak. It also affects your water when it's full moon. People go crazy. Mm-hmm. Werewolves, lycanthropy, that type of yeah. connection. You know what I'm saying? So the moon is real. I don't know. That's a whole yeah, other I, down yeah, the road. I, say, right I just got to throw that out there. Huh? <laughs> what, yeah. whatever, whatever the moon is, it seemed to have some effect something, on, yeah. on water Something on earth. going on. Yeah. yeah. Now, whatever it is yeah. up there. And then the other thing is your blood is so that it's got that water component, but it's it's also iron, which mm-hmm. is magnetic and electrically conduct conductive. Mm-hmm. So if that tell you blood ain't and then uh, this cat I was listening to was explaining how you ever you cannot ever observe observe blood 
because once you take it out the body, it becomes something different because in the body is blue. Mm -hmm. It has a different color. It has different chemical properties. When you expose blood to air, mm -hmm. it turns bright red and it becomes something different than it was in the body. And mm -hmm. it's like, wow. That's crazy. Wow. We're magnetic, spiritual, electronic beings. You know what I'm saying? Electrical, not electronic, elect electrical. I don't know about you, bro, but I'm a robotoid, uh, reptilian clone. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> I am not human. No, I'm just I always playing. suspected I've been, I've been in the prairie dog hole, bro. I'm tripping. <laughs> <laughs> so you stay in the prairie dog yeah, hole. Yeah, so boy, they say he's a, uh, what do they call it, synthetic robotoid. So like uh like yeah. gangsta nip said i'm yeah. a psychosomatic i'm a psychosomatic satanic android <laughs> <laughs> was that gangsta nip on yeah. bring it on mm -hmm. <laughs> uh well and i guess that music i bet you if you play that i don't think it will have a very pretty symmetrical snowflake when you mm -hmm. freeze it that that gangsta nip and all that yeah. like that <laughs> houston rap <laughs> that gangster stuff you know what i'm saying a psychosomatic satanic and schizophrenic mm. psychosomatic satanic mm -hmm. and whatever he was saying anyway man y'all keep it positive out there y'all see we love music i Can know it was a schizophrenic android yeah, yeah. i'm a say i'm a <laughs> psychosomatic <laughs> satanic schizophrenic <laughs> android yeah he said your mind ain't deep enough your mind can't creep enough something you you can't find me your mind. oh it's right there on the tip of my tongue dead bodies complain yeah it's too loud it's, it's too loud they can't sleep enough they say i ain't ate in two years i just wanted what a, a cheeseburger, cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> only my true hip-hop texas hip-hop heads out there that that listen to all that stuff and go deep into the catalog and know about that song <laughs> if you know about it hit me up in the comments and let uh. us know tell, tell <laughs> us tell us what you know about that there mm. <laughs> but yeah so i think that's a that's a that's a pretty good little little um stroll down memory lane and it's what you bumping right there music mm -hmm. is a is a powerful thing ain't it it's it amazing i guess mm -hmm. that's why we have this section mm-hmm mm. mm -hmm. This week's words from the elders, um, it comes from Mr. T.J. Patterson, who is one of the founders of the original Southwest Digest newspaper mm -hmm. from which we take our name. And as you can see on the wall, we take a lot of inspiration from him and Eddie Richardson. So mm -hmm. in this video, uh, T.J. Patterson is talking about how he grew up in in back in the day with the and how things have changed since then. So check it out. I was born in Ellis County, Waxahachie, Texas, June the 29th. I got a birthday next week in 1937. You follow me? I can tell you a little about my, my family. Yes. My mother was the baby of 18 children, and my grandmother was a slave child, and my grandfather was German, but they had 18 in Waxahachie. Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, and I'm one of four kids. Born, born to the Patterson family, and uh, and I, I'm just glad to be here and to do all that I can to, to make the world a much better place, if I can, <laughs> if, if people allow me to do so. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, what did your parents do when you were a kid? My mother was a cosmetologist. Uh, she fixed hair. We'd say back in the day, and my stepfather, Herschel Patterson, who adopted me, uh, he was a laborer. He always worked. They worked by the sweat of their brow. They believed in working. You know, that's what's important. You have something to offer. No matter your economic, your educational level, 
you're still a creature created by God, and you have something to create. You have something to, to contribute. So don't say what you can't do and start saying what you can do. So um, I mean, we're not educated people, but uh, at the same time, my mother finished 11th grade. In those days, the 11th grade was, was the, uh, I guess, the height of one's secondary education level. And, uh, and she read me, did the best she could for me, with me, you see. And of course, I had other brother and sisters on the other side, other side of the house, had to go find them in the Patterson, et cetera. So I'm kind of an adopted kid. Some people love me. Somebody wanted to help me along the way. So, you know, uh, you don't look at the biological side of the house. You know, there are a lot of, there are a lot of daddies, how many fathers you have that make you want you become, become a man. So I'm thankful for that. My mother, she loved me. She was, she was something else. Tough lady. Didn't play. One and one was two. It wasn't no three and a half. That's the way it was, you see. Well, that gave me a philosophy in life that I have. You make a child mad today, they'll love you tomorrow. Let them get by today, they'll hate you tomorrow. So that's why I look at that. So I'm, I'm just glad to be here, Karen. <laughs> Thank you. I really am. Okay. So did you stay in Waxahachie? No, ma'am. Okay. Material I left Waxahachie. This was told to me. Okay. In the city of Waxahachie at age two, I had a disease called polio. There were six of us, five whites and one colored. My grandmother didn't believe in medicine, so they sewed my back to cardboard so that I could breathe. I lived. The other five whites died. So I often think about that. And because of my mom and dad separated, aunt came down from Detroit, Michigan. They said they wrapped me in a sheet, but put, took my mom to the train station, put us on board, and took us to Wichita Falls, Texas. That's where, that's where I come from. No, I didn't grow up in Waxhachie. And I know some locations there, but I didn't have an opportunity of attending school or playing in the neighborhood as other boys and girls did. Follow me. Okay. Yeah. So you grew up in Waxahachie. Now I grew up in Wichita, Wichita, Wichita Falls. Falls then. Okay. Yeah. I grew up in Wichita Falls, Texas, 601 Dallas Street. Uh-huh. That's where I grew up at. All right. What was that like? Oh, it was very, it was, it was, it was, it was a closeness. Neighborhoods were closer together. If we had something called nosy neighbors, if you did, then they call it snitching, right? But if you did something wrong, your mama got up, you heard about it. You did something wrong in school, you know, the message got home before you. Didn't have no telephone, didn't have no email, you follow me? But the word got home because neighborhoods were close. That's what America is missing today, and our children are suffering because we're not as close as we should be. What I'm saying, I'm old time, I'm, old, I'm the old school. I believe in nosy neighbors because that kept me out of trouble. I'm making sense to you? Yeah. They told it like it was. You thought some parents, I hear young parents saying all the time, I don't want my kid going through what I went through. It didn't help you. Well, it helped you, didn't it? You should want them to have some of the same things that you had in life. But we can't, we try to lie for our kids. We hurt them, you know, and I, I don't I swear I see that. Man. <laughs> Man. He said, he said so much in there. Yeah. 
He did, man. And and one thing that stands out to me, well, uh, two couple things that stand out. On the first thing when he was speaking about uh, like work ethic, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he said I mean? he always worked. His grand, his dad always worked. You know what I mean? Like you always have something to offer. Yeah, man, that's powerful. Yeah, and he said that. Um, he talked about oh, I love the way he phrased things. The thing that uh, that he said that caught my ear, and I just I just love the way it sounded, the way it hit me. He said. His mom was a cosmetologist. He said, or we used to say fix hair. She fix fixed hair. hair. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that, man. That's a beautiful way of saying it. That's women's work. She said she fixes hair. She doesn't do hair. She's not a cosmetologist. She's not a sculpt- sculptural stylist. Oh, yeah. She fixes hair. And as a man, that caught my ear because that's, that's an integral part of being a man is fixing stuff. Mm-hmm. Women fix stuff too. They just mm-hmm. fix different things than men fix. Mm-hmm. But that tells you it's work, and that tells you it has worth, and that tells you the the skill and the art of it, how yeah. deep it is. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. why I love the way he said that. She fixed mm-hmm. her. I say, and, oh. and you know that's that's the old school terminology too. Cause yeah, yeah. That sound like my grandma telling me, "Give me, go get it, go get in there and fix your hair." <laughs> yep. <laughs> like dang grandma, yes. Fix your hair. <laughs> so in other words, your hair is not merely unkempt. It's broke. It's broke. Yeah. <laughs> you need to fix your hair. Up. Yeah, fix your hair, man. <laughs> <laughs> or fix your face. You better fix your yeah, face. You yeah, fix your yeah, face for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that too. And then uh where he was saying about the community the village the community being a village like if you got in trouble and i can remember that bro going to parkway and getting in trouble and by the time you make it home you walking home and you do something on the way home yeah. and by the time you get to the house it's it's, the it's a whooping don't way beat you there. yeah it's like man <laughs> come on man like mm. so so I have mixed feelings about that. Yeah. It's real good to say, uh, you know, that we should have that village feeling again. And I I, I want to agree with that so much. And I kind of do agree with that to some extent. Mm-hmm. Like even when I we, I told you how we was in Houston this weekend, I was, I was having a conversation with uh, uh, James, a member of my extended family. And he was talking about growing up over in Parkway and how the same thing was happening. He was probably growing up over there in the 60s. Mm-hmm. He's a little older than me. So I'm I'm a guess about the about sixty three, mm-hmm. but no probably you know what probably about seventy three the year I was born he was mm-hmm. probably growing up over there. Okay, and he was, he said the same thing. He he literally told that exact same story just with his name in it and his time frame. Mm-hmm. So even in seventy three they still had that village mm-hmm. that village feel. Mm-hmm. Now the part I kind of worry about because you know I'm a libertarian, like to be private and left alone and uh, that snitching. I wouldn't call it snitching. You're supposed to speak when it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to speak up and, and tell your part of what you saw and what's going on when it's appropriate. But you're not supposed to be a busybody. Yeah. Mm-mm. All in folk business for no reason. No. And I always say, people say, oh, it takes a village to raise a child. And the first thing that come to my mind is, uh, yeah, it take takes a village to to raise the village idiot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I don't. I, I, that's kind of man. I have a negative feeling about that too. It yeah. ain't all. It I, I ain't think all it's golden more, and light. Yeah, I, yeah. I I take it more as in the fact of like when we were younger, being like playing football in the street. Yeah, walking around, going mm-hmm. to different whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, being held accountable. Right. That's that's what it really is. what it was to me. Like right. it yeah. didn't matter. You was on Colgate, Baylor. Yeah. Bates. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. Like somebody know Mr. Miller, mm-hmm. and bro, you acting out of line. They you when by the time you make it back home, granddaddy gonna know that. Mm-hmm. So to me, that was accountability to me. Like I already knew. Like yeah. I get to seeing certain people, people, and I'm you know, I'm, I'm the best. I'm you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. the best friend you have as far as your parents and grandparents is concerned because that young man is always courteous he's always <laughs> polite yeah he ain't yeah because when I, I know when people folks come around man you better get right man you lying to get slapped up around here yeah because man my people mamas and, and grandmas they didn't play them kind yeah. of games yeah, yeah we was like yeah man, be like be sitting there chilling doing our thing be like man here come my tj on man but man yeah. like she thought she come over there but a whole halo up there and everything yeah, you know yeah. Talking about? We get, you said T Jones. Yes, how you doing? Yeah. That's that old school. That's an old school terminology. <laughs> T lady. Yeah. T lady. What that? I always wondered what the T mean. Man, I I had a conversation with my brother in law about this, and uh, off air, I tell you what. Okay. What assumption? His assumption of what he's saying oh, for okay. you know what I'm saying? But which who? Which who? 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 Uh, my sister. My sister's husband. Oh, oh, gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yeah. I haven't met him yet. I don't think. I don't think so. I don't think. I know I haven't, because I've been I've been wanting to meet him. Yeah, but okay, but yeah. Well, if y'all it, know, it's what, funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's what funny. He said, but yeah, if know. if y'all out there know where that term come from, what T T Jones got my my cousin Taurus that we was down in Houston visit. He say T Jones all the time. My T Jones, mm-hmm. T Lady, T Tina Marie. That's who I think about. Yeah, Lady T. <laughs> what's the T? <tea? laughs> Say so what's that T stand for? Really, that's what's the T? I don't know, man. Uh, nowadays they be talking about spilling the tea. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's literally tea, like tea. You know, spilling the gossip or whatever. We ain't trying to gossip too much. Yeah, I don't do. I don't like gossip, man. Nah. Yeah, that's gossip like again, stuff, that's man. getting in, sticking your nose in where it don't belong. Yeah, yeah you know I deal with facts. Yeah, I facts did, only. Facts and stats, man. You facts and stats. Yeah, I like that. Facts <laughs> and stats. That's what we're gonna be. That's how we gonna be rolling with facts and stats. Um, you know what? Another thing we got a, the elephant in the room on that interview right there mm-hmm. is how he referred to the interviewer when he said Karen. Yeah, <laughs> he says if I'm in the Karen. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hilarious, man! I can't. <laughs> he say, I heard this. Several times, but while I was listening to it and researching it, this is months ago. Uh, I, I usually wasn't looking at it the whole thing the whole time, so I never saw his face. The facial expression is what kill it. Yeah, when, when he say Karen, okay, and yeah. he looking at it like, <laughs> so of course you, I and I, I I can't remember the young lady's name. I, it's on the credits here, Karen something. Uh, we're not trying to. We don't want to poke too too much fun at your expense. But he did say what he said, and he his face looked at him. So it seemed like they went through some some kind of situation before the camera started rolling <laughs> and then it's just so appropriate <laughs> she's unfortunate enough to have that name with the with the way it is the connotation it has, it has nowadays now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he said he definitely said karen <laughs> and looked at her <laughs> he probably messed her name up a couple times mm-hmm. and uh, he was just making sure probably he said didn't karen. call her karen yeah right he was like susan her. uh yeah. way of the jennifer uh kim hmm. Karen, so he, I think he was probably correcting himself, but then again, mm-hmm. she might have been a Karen. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We don't know. Karen I, before Karen, so. right? Right. Matter of fact, she, if you that may be the etymology of the word if you trace it back, it started right there, <laughs> right there. Right there. <laughs> 
It Ain't may, no telling. It may seem as big, huh? Because that's where they at, too, man. Mm. It may seem as so that's, uh, that's so interesting because I do the same thing now at May Simmons before I ever even saw that they was doing that. So like you said earlier, man, it's May Simmons is a it's a logical spot to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you if you're trying to do something and bring the community out, where else you gonna go? Right. And yeah. why? Yeah. You know what I mean? May yeah. Simmons, that's that's the whole the whole is spread over there. Mm-hmm. From the inside, from the senior center, you know yeah. what I'm saying, to the other side, yep. to the park back there, yep. to the lake down there. Like, yep. It's beautiful, man. Beautiful area. It's a beautiful area to reflect a beautiful woman. And I say that in every sense of the word. You can tell from reading about Mae Simmons and checking her out and peeping out her biography and bibliography, uh, biography rather. She did some impressive stuff. And that's why you don't, you, it's not every day that you get a community center named after you, you know what I'm saying? She it's, it's, They named it after for a reason. But for all y'all that don't know, I reiterate and repeat, Mae Simmons was a fox. She was beautiful too, man. So I was like, woo. It's, it's really fitting that you got a beautiful area in a beautiful city named after a beautiful woman. Beautiful in every sense of the word. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. Well, I think uh, that was a pretty good. I was lost in contemplation for a second there. Right? Thinking about May Simmons, man. No, no, I was thinking. I was. <laughs> I was thinking about the order of the show. <laughs> Not, I was. May Simmons is a fox, but I'm a married man, yes. and plus, you know, it's age difference. You know. Do, 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 do. Uh, no, that's. No. Negativo. No. <laughs> no Al Bundy. Huh? No. Uh-uh. Not at all. Married with chilling. I'm already yeah. married with chilling. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, Lubbock, we want to thank y'all for joining us on this episode of the Southwest Digest podcast. This is episode number Fever Doctor. Oh, no. I mean, Cinco. Yeah. Something like that. Numero, numero Cinco. I'm bilingual. Yeah, sometimes. The, yeah, <laughs> when I want to be. <laughs> so I used to say I know three languages. I know English, Spanish, and Ebonics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. People think that's funny. It, it is kind of funny, but actually, if if you don't understand what a person is saying and they speaking what they call Ebonics, you do need a translator. I was I had a, a person that uh, I was going to do a video video with, and that mm-hmm. was going to be the, the whole meaning of that video was like translating stuff from not necessarily ebonics, but just regular old hood talk and mm. just regular talk to business talk is a, is a commercial that they wanted to make. And uh, that person, if y'all hearing this, they y'all know uh, who you are. Um, let's reconnect on that project if you still want to do it. But uh, anyway, we don't want to do business on the app. Yeah, nah, nah. Keep that up under our hat. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we don't have any, but uh, yeah, thank y'all for joining us this time around. Up under our hair hats, no, I'm just saying. Lego hair, yeah, yeah. I seen some real people with Lego hair though. Yeah. Look like their hair is so perfect, it look like it just come off and sit in the corner. Man, I saw, and I know we this this we wrapping it up, but I was watching the um, it was a video on YouTube, uh-huh. and they had a excerpt of a donald trump speech and it's not about anything about trump other than his hair yeah. how, how that little hair pieces man i was just like somebody <laughs> don't nobody love that dude bro somebody would have told him yeah. let me come here yeah let me go on and get his this team should have said say what they do lick, yeah, lick, lick the the fingers and put it, yeah <laughs> do something for that man hurt donald yeah. let's send that man sit there with his hair yeah 
Ace Deuce. His, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's her peacock Ace Deuce. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, man, they did that baby wrong, man. Yeah. Or he, they know he, they know not to mess with him when he in his element. Mm-hmm. One, they either don't love him enough or no. Or that might be part of that uh, that zone he get in. Yeah, man. and her go up like yeah. that and say, y'all just step yeah. back and leave him alone, yeah. man. Yeah. Y'all don't mess with him when you see that her cock Ace Deuce. He tripping. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, but Lubbock, Texas, thank you kindly. Yeah, and uh, y'all take it easy and stand by for the next episode.